0: To the sport Codex show episode 108 it's been a little while not too much going on as of late so if we would save up all the topics and put them into one podcast a night twain is on board how are you man
1: i'm good bro good nice to be back um sunday special is it
0: yeah sunday special but eh? recording on a sunday
1: yeah ah, it's good man a good way to end the weekend and talk some hoops
0: you know what would probably happen? Mm. Katie and Kyrie both get traded tomorrow. Uh,
1: it always happens with us, man. it Always <laughs> has to happen with us. Okay. Always, always like we, we'll do a mean long podca- podcast and like we'll be, you know, oh cool, we talked about a lot of stuff and then, bam,
0: yeah. fuck's yep. sake, <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah, it's a curious or jinx, whatever you want to mm. call it, but um, mm. so if you're listening, to listen, Katie and Kyrie have been traded because. Have uploaded the podcast too uh, slow. Well, uh, uh, yeah, tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Resindal, what was here what, coming up? Um, mm. but we're actually good because we actually delayed it and mm. we would have actually missed the whole Kate the Aiden thing mm. and a bit of the KD news too. So, lucky mm. we delayed it. So, yeah. It's well. Yeah, the big man Aiden not here tonight. so yeah, let's we'll be going over a few topics since since the finals finished and a bit of summer league, um, mm. a few trading and stuff to go over too. But yeah, first start up man, um, LeBron getting mm. it done in the league of all places, rocking mm-hmm. up in LA and throwing it down on some FedEx drivers and <laughs>
1: Foot Locker workers,
0: different <laughs> Foot Locker workers going, oh shit, LeBron's here. <laughs> cool to see though, hey, man. It's yeah, really cool to see. Hundred percent.
1: I didn't even know about this. Like, I didn't hear anything about it. Oh, maybe I've been a bit slow to the news lately. But I woke up this morning and I had a look on my Twitter and I just saw him just playing in this random fucking gym. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's playing in the Drew League. And I was like, oh shit! Like that's that's something that you know. It's like I know Demar Derozan and a few other of the guys um Have done it in the past, but it's quite rare to see someone of that nature be in that league. Like, yeah,
0: like a top superstar,
1: like someone on his level. Like he, like the thing about LeBron is, eh, it's like it's not just like he's not just a NBA, uh, you know, phenomenal player. Obviously, he's a global phenomenal. Yeah, like athlete, like he's like all over the world with his like his profile and all that sort of thing. So just to see him. Rock up and you know in the Drew League of all places. Even though the Drew League the last few years has been attracting quite a number of NBA players and has been for the last few years, but just to have someone on that level come down and jam, I thought that was pretty cool to see.
0: It's cool when it sort of gives those LeBron haters a bit of a you know, bit of fuck you back to them mm. too. You know, like it's a it's a hum it's a sort of a humble move. You know, mm. I, I like it.
1: Yeah, I like it. Way. From what I saw today, like it, it looked like he was just, you know, it's like that guy. It's like that guy that plays, um, like he's like, let's just go. I'll give you an example. Like it if it was like Andrew Johns in the nineties, going down and playing New South Wales Cup, like it was that, like you could tell it was just he was getting whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, however he wanted, sort of thing. It was quite cool to see it in that way, but the 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 whole crowd there was just an awe. Right? Like you could just see it, like fucking LeBron James is here of all people.
0: Yeah, be like one of the All Blacks rocking up to your to your club, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Playing
1: third division. laughs> yeah, playing third
0: division.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, playing third division, something like that. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's cool. It's cool to see, man. Like it's real cool to see. Like it's something that I don't think it, you you see much of nowadays, just because of the social media presence of mm-hmm. everything. And it's, it was just really, really cool to see that um, you know, him turn up and you know put on a show. Basically, you know, he had forty two points. Um sixteen rebounds, four steals. I don't know how they track all that in a Drew League game, but um yeah, it was just good to see him um doing that. And it was cool to see him team up with the mother Rosen as well.
0: Yeah. A mm. few um I saw like Lavar there, Draymond, mm. um a few other names around the place and mm. you know, just just mingling. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: I, I saw that um the the person that runs the Drew League, um so we're saying that Kyrie Irving was supposed to play in the game as well, but he didn't oh, turn true. up. Yeah. So. Oh,
0: surprise, surprise. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I was just like, oh, were you expecting anything else, bro? Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> No show from Kyrie. Yeah. That's um, strange. Yeah.
1: Like he...
0: Jamal, Jamal Crawford was always, was he always playing in the game? Yeah. League? The Seattle was... one. He was always no, I think
1: playing. it was the, the Seattle Pan Am, him and... um. Uh Isaiah Thomas, uh the one that was on the Celtics, they were always because 'cause they're from the Seattle, Washington Seattle, yeah. yeah, Washington area. So they always would jam up on those. But no nah, man, Drew League's um I think they had like I think was it was the last year or the year before they had LaMello there for a run. They had some real like they've had Pat, some different
0: Bev had a run there. I yeah, think.
1: Bev, yeah. Um uh, Nick Young was Nick Young's been one of those guys that's always, you know, been on the you know, on the Drew League scene. It's like a big thing in the in LA. LA, yeah, um, they've, they've always had like a num number of people played. Uh, James Harden was there. Yeah, that's um, right. Brandon Jennings, when he was when he was playing, he was always on the. He dominated um, Drew here, League. Yeah, He was. He it was like. He was like putting up numbers in the Drew League. Um, but then it was like there was never. It was always like I think the best player. Like obviously they had Harden. Um, Kobe did it one year. Um, but it was never someone. From the last couple of years, I could imagine being of that, like, level. You know what I mean? Like, fucking good. It was like if Michael Jordan turned up to the Drew League in the 90s. It's <laughs> like, that's yeah. how much of a level it was for LeBron.
2: Yeah,
0: being that eh? And I think he with Kobe, when Kobe showed up, I think he had, like, the game winner or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah um, what was that,
0: actually? Oh, well, what I the... think it was 2011-ish. I think mm. he was coming off, like, a championship. Yeah. He was coming off that year, I think. Mm.
1: I can't see here, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's always, but they've always had a good, um, good number of NBA players to turn up and, and play and whatnot. But it was just cool to see that he, you know, show of all people was him to come and show up and, you know, put on a show for the, you know, for like, it was that that gym only holds maybe a couple hundred people with that. But you saw, you saw it today when he was playing, like fucking people were just stacked up, you know, it it looked like they had no space to play on the floor at some point. (laughs)
0: It's right (laughs) up on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's good. Man of the people, LeBron. Man of the yeah.
1: people. Oh, fuck. It'll, it'll be funny so on Tuesday when you open up Undisputed and first take, they'll somewhat, Payless <laughs> will have some fucking problem with it.
0: And this is why LeBron isn't the GOAT.
1: Yeah, because he went to the Drew League.
0: Yeah, five turnovers in the yeah. Drew League.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, he did a whole soliloquy on fucking oh, bitching about. Probably, man. Yeah. just I'm just opening up the Twitter now to see. Oh, here we go. Oh, I got one. Oh. I got. A text, yeah, I got a text here. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, love it that LeBron played in the Drew League today, but, but he <laughs> shot only two from thirteen from three. He missed the late free throw that would have least clinched overtime. Some things never change. Oh my god. Oh, we... my... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we you know, we <laughs> pretty much predicted it.
2: <laughs>
0: That's
1: hilarious. That's so funny.
0: And LeBron still does not respond. No, so. yeah. That,
1: he, and he never will. He yeah. never will.
0: Yeah. Now, another league, the summer league is going on. Mm. Um, still going on right now. A lot of the good players aren't playing now. They play the first few games and, you know, get their reps in and decide, Well, oh, that's enough. We don't want an injury to happen or some other things like that. Um, There's... Any sort of standouts for you, especially out of the... Well, even the like the rookies from last year and now the new rookies. Mm. Who, Yes. Who's some names that you sort of like the look of?
1: I've been very interested to see what James Wiseman could do. Mm. Um, because oh, he... I think going forward, like, this is a make-or-break year for him in terms of, like... You know the first the first year the Warriors were you know obviously doing the rebuild thing. So he only played half the season, got injured, and then you know, he was out all of last year. Um, but just to see him actually back on the uh, on the floor and contributing, like he had a really good game. I think it was yesterday or when they played Oklahoma. I can't remember when it was. Um, he had 14 points and 21 minutes, seven rebounds, a couple of blocks. Like he was, he looked really good. And if he can just even be like eighty percent of that every night, like that's a big, big foil for the Golden State to have someone that can actually back up, you know, Kavon Looney in situations where Looney has to, you know, have a rest or whatever, or they make start Wiseman in certain situations. But you can you can see that the the talent level of the number two pick, eh? like you can see mm. why he was that he was so highly touted before you know the injuries and whatnot. So if he gets anywhere near that for them. Man, it's just another weapon for them.
0: Yeah, he's an, he's a point of difference for them. There's no one mm-hmm. else like him on that team, man. Yeah. You can see in the finals too, like if mm-hmm. they could have thrown a Wiseman there even for like 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, because he can score. He can really score. It's yep. just those other things, the awareness on both ends for him. So getting him reps here, and he should... I want to say maybe not dominate, but mm. show his skill and show, like, you know, I'm still the number two pick from a good draft here. Mm. Like, head of Lamello, Yeah. And, yeah, he should be showing those signs. Sort of like the nearly like a Bagley, eh? Like, he could sort of, you know, we're always waiting for that level from Bagley, that high draft pick that mm. never kicked it into the next year. So, mm. I hope. Hopefully we can see it. I mean, I don't want to see it too much because I don't want the Warriors to be even more awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just,
1: it's just something like, it's just another, if they can even get something, a positive contribution out of him this season, you know, get him on the court for, you know, 70, you know, 60, 70 games this year. Like, man, that's just something, that's just another tool for their Arsenal that, for an Arsenal that they don't really fucking need any more weapons. But that's, like you said, a point of difference. That's, a position that of need for them, someone that can solidify that five spot, but also be able to, you know, eventually, you know, take over that five spot. I I guess that's what the hope is going forward, even though they paid Looney, but the hope is that Wiseman becomes that, you know, permanent number five going forward.
0: Yeah, because you think they're so tied up in salary with their big-name players that they're going to need some of these young guys to sort of kick on.
2: Mm, 100%.
0: Because, uh, yeah, they'll have bird rights and stuff. They'll be able to re-sign them, whereas to get in other players, you're just not mm. going to be able to sign highly talented guys because mm. of their salary.
2: So mm.
0: you've got like, some of these, like at least two of these guys, like Paul's sort of proven it now with last season's play. Yeah. But you need like Moody, Kaminga, Wiseman. You're going to need like two two out of three of those dudes. Um, to take to on really that next. On. To
1: to become contributors, like like yeah. 20, 20, 20 to 25-minute contributors every night. You need them to do that. They can't be, you know, playing nine, eight minutes anymore. They have to kick on and be contributors for that bench.
0: Yeah, because they don't have these glue guys now, too, with mm. Gary Payton and JTA both gone. So. Gone,
1: yeah. It's time for those young guys to step up.
0: Yeah, so I so like, I really like that pick from you, too. Mm. Um, and efficient, too, he was, I mm. think. Yeah. Him, so.
1: yeah, four of six, I think I saw. Yeah. On his shooting stats, which was pretty decent.
0: Yeah, who are like I'm really liking my squad A, eh, the Pistons. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna pick a player from there. Like Jalen <laughs> Duran really impressed me, man. Mm. For the youngest dude in the draft. Yeah, has there's a there's a cool video going around of him. He's mic'd up and mm. him on defense. For mm-hmm. he's 18, man. He's 18, telling dudes where to be. Yeah, On defense. Like these guys, you know, they've been in the G League and shit, but uh, played professionally. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's like hardly played and he's pointing out to where they should be, like, uh, yeah, switch, switch like onto a smaller guy and like he's talking just,
1: like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's man, like, I
0: like it. Yeah.
1: If you can if you can get like guys that can talk like at that age, just like it sounds it's such a cliche in sports, say, eh? like any sport. Comms, communication, but in sport, if you get a young guy that's taking direction like that and talking and being visible, especially on the defensive side of the game, like it's such a huge, huge thing to have as a young player.
0: It's massive, eh? and then we've got Cade, you know, on the perimeter. So to me, man, I'm just like, mm. oh, I'm stoked. I like, yeah, um, if Jalen Duran becomes our starting center for a long time, man, I'm going to be happy because he is. Be on the lookout for this dude, eh? Like mm. I think he's he potential like he's never gonna be like a Jokic type player, center mm. or an Embiid even, but if you think of those traditional centers, he, he's gonna be one of the best of them. Yeah. And if he maybe he can develop a three point game, a bit more of a passing game, but because he's still real young. So mm. yeah, I really liked it. Ivy had it was good too. Um <laughs> Beef Stew played a I don't know why the hell BXG played, but he's just working on his three-point shot. He actually yes. hit a 3 <laughs> two, which is cool. Um, yeah, for the Pistons there. So who else from us? Um, Killian had one game. Couldn't really... They were sort of looking to, him to score a bit more, but actually, like, he got doubled and stuff, so it was actually quite hard. People, a few Pistons fans giving him shit, mm. just saying, you know, oh, you need to see him score more, shoot it, but he... Because opportunities were actually pretty limited in the time we did play. Yeah. Um. Sadiq was there. Cade was there. They didn't play.
1: Um, I think at this point, Sadiq and Cade don't have to play anymore. They don't.
0: Yeah. They've <laughs> already
1: pre like. If, I've always had. I've always had this rule, man. Like, if you if you're a first or second year player, like rookie or second year player, and you somehow drop any in any game in your first two years you score more than 40 points in a game you don't have to you don't have yeah. to play summer leg anymore
0: <laughs> in the off season they see yeah. they actually banned sadiq from the gym and Detroit. Yeah. they said no stop working so he went to colorado and did hiking
1: what a fucking workhorse eh? like that that's just again you just about speaking about young guys and you know, work and comms and all that, like it's the same thing. If you got a young guy that wants to just content consistently get better, like fuck I've got big hopes for your boys this year, eh?
0: Same man. Yeah, it's, it's getting like scary for me because I'm yeah. like, my expectations now are like going up and up. Like to be I honest we haven't done anything and I'm like fuck.
1: to be <laughs> honest, bro, like straight up, like I reckon you guys should make a play in spot. Like, reckon I, I, I reckon I reckon. Like if I reckon you guys can make in the players. What's that? Eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So oh, hang on. Look, you got me going now. Another tangent, here we go.
0: <laughs> well poor old Aiden. Aiden's seen the Hornets. You can't see them improving on last year just with what's mm. been going on with them. Yeah. I mean, they've still got a good unit there for sure, but I think yeah, I don't know, then after so, this bridges thing which will will we'll, and on the miles bridges thing too we're gonna do a same and honest when aiding gets back up yeah. think it's important but um, yeah yeah
1: so obviously you have uh, i have about five teams that are like your top of the eastern conference right so miami boston milwaukee brooklyn philly that's like your five i, I feel like that's your five teams that are like the core Five best teams yeah. in the East. And there's
0: With, Brooklyn apost- um, apostrophes. <laughs> yeah, apostrophes. yeah. Because,
1: like, no matter what, like, the talent alone, well, if those two just hang around, like, they should, and they're healthy, they should still, you know, relatively yeah, be really true. good, you know. Um, then you've got Toronto, Chicago, Cleveland, which I think are, like, the next sort of three after that, which are, and then from there, it's, like, you know, Atlanta, charlotte knicks knicks wizards and then i think your guys are in that mix now just because of the young group. talent yeah you're you guys usually usually not going to be the orlando magic put it that way um, no
0: and like picking up alec burks and newlands no well really yeah
2: yeah
1: veterans they know what to do they know it you know they know what to do on the court when they're on the court so i think you guys are in that you know you guys can be in that you know ten nine sort of range i reckon um it is got like the 10 9 range last year had 44 43 wins. It is gonna to be tough. But I feel like if you guys if K takes a step up in his progression, um Sadiq becomes a you know more consistent scorer, like a 20 point game scorer, uh Beef Stew becomes, you know, a t a double double sort of guy. There's no and then you know, Jaden Ivey and Jaden Duran give you big contributions. There's mm. no reason why you guys can't go up to that 40 win range. Like it's it's not impossible
0: yeah i'm yeah it's not it's not impossible mm. um i'll be stoked if we do but uh, yeah i still i'm just gonna temper my expectations i'm not gonna yeah, be... <laughs> yeah, yeah no
1: it's t- fair I, I think i think from my perspective it's like it's because i went through that myself with the Sixers when they were going through the yeah with the process like i understand what it's like to have a young team that's full of talent and you get really really excited about it and You're just like, man, I don't want expectations. We've been so (laughs) bad, yeah, the last couple of years. But I do get, you know, that whole, you know, trying to be, you know, don't want to rock the boat too much and be like, get your hopes up or anything. But, like, I I still, I think your guys' talent level, like, for a young team is just out this world, man. And you can make other moves too. And you can make other moves happen. Like, if you wanted to add, bring in a veteran, you know, at the trade deadline that might help you guys push to that um, play-in spot, you guys can do that um you've got multiple ways of your making the team better going forward
0: yeah well look how fast like memphis from, mm. you know yeah first year with jar and they made the did they make yeah because there was the yeah. bubble way so they yeah. made the play in there last the year yeah and then yeah and now look at them
1: 100 percent.
0: um doesn't so long
1: yeah it doesn't it doesn't like the the cycle of the nba from going from good, from bad to good is short, and then vice versa, going from good to bad is short as well. Like, it can happen overnight, pretty much.
0: Mm. And still, it's still, like, and then saying that too, you know, like, they could Mm. finish, like, second to last, or you know, in the (laughs) East, because, like, Orlando's got a good young core there too. And mm. so does Indiana even, like, I think. I think a lot of people were, like, Halliburton and Matherin, and then if you get a healthy Miles Turner, like, I like that too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Matherin, speaking of summer league guys, like he's been really good in the summer league as well. He's like a
0: competitor, some... man.
1: Yeah. It's been he's really, really strong.
0: Yeah. So yeah, just so I mean, we said it last podcast, I think, just the skill. And actually I after doing the saying that in the last podcast, there was um a couple of uh, more mainstream well known American podcasts actually talking about young cause in the league and mm. Talking expansion, which I'd like the sound of. Um, Mm. Maybe a podcast for us during the off-season, a
2: talk
0: about expansion. Mm. um, So much talent, man. So much talent. So Um,
1: Seattle would be the first prime sport, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, it's got to be Seattle. Then your Vegas is your likely other one.
2: Mm. But I'm
0: open to other ideas too there. But I think Seattle has to be one. Yeah. Bring back
1: the Sonic. Well now, yeah, I was just gonna ask you, would they bring back the Sonics or would have they to be. Yeah. have to be. Okay. And then and then obviously Vegas would be on the list because Vegas had a they had their I think it was a couple of years ago, the NHL team, the Vegas Golden Knights, they come yes. in and I think in the first year they yeah, they've oh got to the Stanley Cup finals. They got to the finals the first year and they've been a pretty much a playoff team every year since. So it's like it can work in Las Vegas.
0: Yep, got the WNBA side. Raiders yeah. just moved there.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, it's it's becoming one of those places. Sporting where, town. Yeah, sporting town, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there's some other options, but yeah, Vegas seems likely, I think. Like, mm. you got like you could go back to Vancouver, but I don't. Mm, been there, done mm. that. Mexico yeah. City is another one that's been talked about. Mm, you got smaller cities like Louisville, um, Kansas City. Yeah um
1: that san diego would be one that i i look at as a as a spot just given that they they were the clippers at one point as well Ship so the Clippers back there
2: yeah the
0: clippers back. yeah
1: yeah 100 apart
0: um, from old uh boomers uh built this big stadium in LA, <laughs> so I think that's,
1: yeah. Yeah. but san diego is like a low-key underrated spot for like you know the charges were there for ages. It's such. It's on the beach. It's nice. It's it's a really nice
0: area. Well, the baseball um, team's good. The MLB team. Too. Yeah, the Padres yeah, are. Petras, one
1: yeah. Of, yeah, one of the best teams. Um, but yeah, I think you're right though. I think Seattle's has to be the choice going forward. I
0: and mean, you you have to go Sonics, man. You can't go to yeah. Seattle. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Shakers.
0: <laughs> whatever, man. It's just nah. Yeah, you gotta have there. the white, green, and yellow. Yeah, has Gotta. Good
1: hundred percent and that's it's been the it's been the talk of the town them moving you know becoming moved back to Sonic ever since so it has to be plus they got done dirty though by the funder anyway, so make it happen again,
0: yeah, um just back to the summer league another mm. dude that I like the look of wasn't talked about much was uh Blake Wesley for the Spurs mm. I, like
1: I had him on my list. I'm looking at his numbers now. He's really
0: good. Man, the, he mm. is so fast. Yeah. he And he could get to the rim so easy. Mm. It was like, wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't hear, hadn't heard of the guy. And um, like he just looks like he's going to be like a prime scorer in the yeah. league, I think. Yeah.
1: Just one of those guys that can you give you like 8 to 15 points in a, a small amount, more amount of time.
0: Yeah, he's sort of like a new version of like Barbosa, he only yeah loved Barbosa to me. He's slightly bigger, a bit more athletic, but you know, that's you know like Barbosa in his prime was so quick he was, so he was,
1: he was lightning, man. He's so fast.
0: Um
1: yeah. one I had I, one I had and I think he's like if he has any sort of development and he plays like this for them like it's going to be such a big weapon for them is um Cam Thomas from the Nets, like he's yeah. been Pretty good, this
0: just um, a gunner, right?
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: just just, just gunner. shoot. Um, second in the summer league in scoring per game, twenty-seven points. Um, you know, four re or oh, four assists, couple of rebounds, but you know, yeah, the gunner thing, they exactly hit it on the head. Just a flat-out scorer. Um, if and if he can be like their sixth man or something for the Nets going forward, like man, that's such a big piece to have.
0: Side note, trivia: Cam Thomas born in Japan.
1: No, nope. him and Rui gonna be at the next <laughs> Olympic game. Then, yeah. Um, Keegan Murray's another guy I think that's been really good. Yeah, he was um,
2: good.
1: Yeah. Um, Kings look like again, like you mentioned with um, Matherin, where that's all about hustle and you know energy and all that. And I think I mentioned that on the podcast that that's sort of the reason why the Kings sort of took him. I think just have that kind of energy. But man, he's been really good for them. He's been shooting the ball pretty well. Um, thirty-seven percent in the summer league. I know it's summer league, but the big knock on him coming out was his shooting. Um, but he's been really, really good in the summer league. Like strong, getting to the room, good defender, um, big body too. A eh? like really big body. Um, seems like he's bulldozing guys when he goes to the room But um, he's been really, really impressive for me in the summer league.
0: Just a good player, right? Eh? and like mm. I know the Kings got a lot of shit over them picking him. Yeah. Well, not trading down, but. At the end of the day, like, he's going to fit that squad better than Ivy would. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because Ivy hmm. and Fox are a bit interchangeable. Like, they're the same sort of size, same sort of play style. Um, I don't think it would work. And plus, I mentioned it last pod. Like, they've had so many dead bodies at that three spot for the Kings over the years. Like, fucking so many dudes that are either washed or, like, just not up to it. They haven't solidified that three spot. And now I think, you know, with we'll Murray, like, he's definitely going to be able to do that for them.
0: Yeah, if you have, like, Murray and Barnes, like, alongside Sabonis, like, it yeah. just makes a lot more sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good, it's a nice little, you know, front court, Like, it's real good.
0: Yeah,
2: I like I it.
1: Still, I would have been nice to have Buddy Healed as your two there because <laughs> of the spacing, but, you know, the Kings being Kings, you know Kings how they are. Kings being Kings. Yeah.
0: Exactly, man. Um, yeah, no, Murray, Murray is good. How about mm. the big three? How about the three big guys? One two, Jabari. Couldn't. Now, I sort of know, like, he's not the playmaker. And that was his thing going into mm. the draft. And probably yeah. the reason why he failed a three is some people call him, like, the worst of what you hear of means a glorified role player. Mm. There's other guys on the other end saying, "Now nah, look, he can develop his playmaking, passing. You know, mm. he can develop an isolation game. He just couldn't do it in the summer league too. So it was sort of, to me, it was no surprise that he didn't sort of dominate. Mm.
2: Whereas
0: like bank hero, you know, like that's his game.
2: So yeah. yeah, he's
0: a big man creator. Sort of like to me, he's almost. And I don't hear these comparisons much, but to me, he's like almost like a slightly bigger Chris Webber.
1: Uh, it's just funny that you um mentioned that because that was the name that just popped into my head immediately when I was watching him.
0: Yeah, like just I, I get that vibe, hey, from Yeah. Him. He's, he's
1: already that big, muscular body, but he's got the playmaking ability.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: he's, you know, he's... I do get real Chris Webber vibes when I watch him, and, like, I've I seen that like not a lot of people bring that comparison. Yeah, they Bob. haven't. No, it's always like, oh, he's going to be Giannis or LeBron or whatever. It's like, nah, it's it feels like Chris Webber to me. Like, Chris Webber, when he would... Playing the post, like his passes from the elbows were like always fucking on, and that's the same thing with carrier There was a post up he did at Summer League, and I think someone cut around the back door, and it was just a nice little back cut pass. And fuck it, it reminded me of Chris Weber straight away, yeah,
0: yeah. There's little bounce cut mm. passes, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He's he looked really good, eh? He it mm. was like a showcase for, for Bankier, yeah, because he's such a unit, and like a heard guys that were like there at the at the stadium Mm. just saying man you got to see this dude in real life because like the size of him is just he's huge yeah 250 260 even
1: at 19 mm. at 19 like he's 16 250 at 19 like he can even grow even further like his growth spirit hasn't even kicked in yet i don't think so he could even be bigger like the the thing with him uh, that i and i didn't have a problem when they selected him was like that was my big thing is his body's ready for that contact. Like you can tell, like it's, he's not going to have any troubles, you know, people driving into him, bulldozing him because he's already got a big body himself. Whereas Chet, Chet for me, like even though he's been really, Chet's defense has been really good this summer league and I've been so fucking impressed with how well he communicates on D and is switching onto guards and whatnot. The problem is like when Milwaukee comes to town and Giannis is coming down the lane, that's that's a whole different game to fucking Trey Murphy from the Pelicans.
2: Yeah, man. Because
0: yeah. like guys driving, getting past him, you mm. like you still got to be scared because he's going to get that chase down block on you. Because yeah, that's what he does. But like a mm. Giannis is just going straight up the thug. Yeah, bank, he, he's
1: he's going through he's going through your chest. He's, that's yep. what it. And then if you're not a, if you're not ready to handle it, then he's just going to get pushed back constant, constantly. And that's my big issue with Chet is like. I hope that body, he can grow a few more. Like, he he needs to put on at least 20 pounds for me to, like, be comfortable because right now he's so skinny, man.
0: Yeah, these guys with these small frames mm. and the height, mm. just the total, like, the skills that they have is just insane um, these days. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a factor, man. You have to take that into consideration. Yeah,
1: it is because, like, at the end of the day, like, when, you know, he's your second-round draft pick and you're... You've drafted him to become your, you know, four, or five for the future. You know, you're gonna meet guys like Giannis every other night, or you know, what happens if fucking, you know, Embiid comes to town and he posts you up? Embiid's gonna munch him. Even <laughs> yeah, Even
0: okay.
1: yeah, you know? like those kind of dudes are gonna munch on him if he doesn't, you know, put some size on. Because like, it's a, just a whole different game when you play. You know in the nba like a fucking and then the, the thing with the nba too is it's a long season like 82 games yeah. like your body breaks you down up. Yeah, you get beat up you get injured like if he doesn't you know get in the weight room and start you know making himself stronger which i hope he is it's going to be a tough task for him to defend that four or five spot because like there's so many talented bigs in the league now
0: yeah well if you have to chase you know chase guards you know, like like jab around, like if you to yeah
2: yeah
0: chase him, run into Stephen Adams every time, you know mm. like it's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna be a impact. problem. And, and it, these it, it, multi-skilled bigs, like we were just talking, like Embiid, Yanis, Jokic, and then you got Adam. Like, there's all these range of big dudes that have different skill sets. And yeah. Cat, you know, like
1: yeah, Cat Rudy these, Gobert, um, maybe.
0: Maybe Holgram is the, you know, he's the ro- rover role. He's the Roma. He's the defensive quarterback role rather than the the primary. The, the primary. F- the, I, the big.
1: I wouldn't put him like if I think he like the way he looks now. And I think the way he's been playing, I think they're gunning him to be a four rather than a five. Yeah. But I then, like that. I love it. Yeah, it, it does make sense just given the way that he's been playing and whatnot. But I just, there's going to be times like, you know, you get switched on to those bigs, man, and it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Like, it's, like, even if he plays against guys like Yusuf Nurkic or Christian Wood, Jonas Valanciunas, like, those sorts yeah. of dudes, like, Jared Allen, like, it's going to, it's, it's going to be hard for him unless he puts some size on. But from what I've seen him in, in this, um in the summer league, like, he's really, really good. Like, I've, I, He's yep. been really good. Just I, I wish he just needs to put on a few, put on some beef.
0: Yeah, he he does. Mm. It's a hard one though, Because eh? mm. you you look at AD, like, Katie you like know, KD even. Favorite. Yeah,
1: you know, the the thing. Like I I heard, and I've heard that argument too. Like the whole like, oh KD didn't have to put on muscle and you know it was That's fine. It it, it, it KD was a wing player.
2: Yeah,
1: you know when you're playing five or the four. You need to have that size and that girth, to, you know, to handle all the punishment that's coming down your way. Um, you know, even like the, like you said, the guards, like if Ja Morant comes down there, Ja Morant's a strong dude. Like he's really strong at getting to the rim, and you know, LeBron, you know, LeBron James is a big dude. Like those sorts of, you know, power guard type dudes coming down. The 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 force that they come with is not is not small. Like they come with a lot of force.
0: Well, you think of like like guards that will post up to like Drew or even harden a bit, you know. Yeah, guys like that sometimes too. Mm. Like, like Drew, like he's a big body guard. know, yeah. he's only six three or whatever, but he's 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 solid and he'll he'll post you up and
1: low to the ground, strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, it's it's those three. Like they've all, I think I've seen from all Three. I think Chet and Paolo have been better than Jabari. Jabari's still like like you said, he's finding his feet. Um, but. Yeah, the the thing with me is that if I had to bank on one of them, it, had, it would be Paolo right now. Like Paulo looks the good
0: man. What I like about Paolo is, you know, like he can bang. Like mm. He's got the body for it. I like he can face up and post up. Yeah, because he's got if he's got that pass in him too, you have to
1: respect it.
0: You have to respect that, and that's going to mm. question some defenses. And mm. if he, you know, if his vision is good, because he can he can definitely pass it. Man, he, he can be a weapon, eh? especially yeah. in the half-court. Eh? Yeah, when the
1: when game that, slows down.
0: He need a dude like that. Yeah. So, Orlando, like, we talked we talk Pistons before, like, how good that... Man, Orlando's building something nice here, too.
1: Yeah, Um. you know, him, I guess he'll be the four.
0: Wagner at the three.
1: three. Um,
0: Carter, I'm guessing, will start at the five.
1: But then the thing is, Mo Bamba had a really good season. Yeah. He had a really good, like, you know, coming out season. Like I thought, he was. He had a really, really underrated season. I thought. Like, it's gonna. It's hard because those three are your main bigs.
0: I like it as a rotation, though. Right? Yeah,
1: it does. It, they all three do something different. Um, they all they all can shoot. They all can defend at the rim. They're all versatile. Um, it's just you know how it is in sports, though, man. Like you know, people don't like you know if their minutes get cut or whatnot. It's like. You know, they start feeling a bit uneasy. Ego starts playing yeah. playing in. So, like, there's got to be a point where he's just like, maybe I shouldn't. You know, maybe I should have left, or you know, maybe asked for a trade mm. or something. Um But yeah, there's a nice chord that they've got going on.
0: I think they just need one of these guards to really like take the next step. Yeah, yeah, and it could even be a dude like Fultz, like getting back yeah. into
1: it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Cole
1: Anthony. Cole, RJ Cole Anthony. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um. or oh, Jay. J- Jalen Suggs, Suggs. He's, yeah, yeah he's, he's down here. Yeah, um, he was the one that sort of, when they picked him last year, they were sort of banking on him to become that floor general type because that's what he was at um at Gonzaga. So, like, they, I guess they're hoping on him to probably develop that. But, yeah, no, nah, they've got a really, really good solid core there. Um, It's just, I think they've just got to figure out, you know, what they've got, to, you know, they've got to figure out their starting five all the time. Like yeah. they even got fucking Bowl Bowl there, like as a <laughs> project. Like like you, you know how when he came in and when he had that, when he had a few games, he was really good as well.
0: The old Bowl Bowl. I remember his rookie cards going yeah. up He's just <laughs> in that one game in like preseason um bubble. <laughs> the yeah. preseason bubble. What well, the pre bubble games, whatever the hell they were. Mm. I yeah.
1: think the problem for them though is like they've gotta figure out what they're doing with Jonathan Isaac like he's been out pretty oh, much he's two forgotten
0: years. dude hey? like, yeah
1: he's even been like out the whole
0: league's forgotten about
1: him um been out two seasons or basically two seasons um he he was manning that four spot for them the last um when he was starting but he did he's showing some signs of coming on but yeah he's looking
0: to be a defensive juggernaut just about at that wing position like he's right. got the strength he could really lock the undudes. Mm.
1: Um, before he finished, he or before he got injured, he was two and a half blocks, one and a half steals. Like, it reminded me a lot of um Jeremy Grant in Denver, like mm. that type of play. like He was just locking up dudes and you know switching onto guards and whatnot. But, but yeah, two years now and he hasn't played and he's you know getting 17 million dollars a year as well. Like, it's,
0: it's he's got it's, to earn his way back, yeah, the yeah, because Franz Wagner had a very good rocky season. 100%. And he's got yeah. so to start being here. So to me, he has to earn his way back into the side. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that'd be silly. They'd have to give him minutes to at least make him tradable. Yeah. Because if he, he doesn't can't. play again, like he's not, they're not going to yeah. get anything back mm. from him.
1: No worth, yes, 100%. Yeah, so, he is. I
0: mean, he's an interesting piece that they have there. So mm. they can get some value out of him. I, I mean, I see him getting traded to be honest with mm. how they're shaping their team up. But, yeah, you never know.
1: Yeah, um, I think they also have to make a decision on their guards as well. Like,
0: who's the odd guy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Who's the odd guy out between Fultz, Cole, Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and RJ Hampton? Who's going to be the? Who are the two they're going to start, and who's going to be your third rotational one? Because I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, they they all sort of feel like the same player, if that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's weird. Eh, like none of them are true point guards, but none of them are true two yards, either. Sort of all these variations of combo cats. Yeah. In a way.
1: It's quite weird because like um, Cole Anthony, you know, he had a, you know, he was lead, you know, really good season last year, scoring and whatnot, but the playmaking just wasn't there. And, but then faults when he came back, it was the same thing. Like he had had good spirits of scoring and whatnot, but the playmaking wasn't there. And then Suggs was basically just a spot up shooter for most of the year. Like he didn't really, see mm. the ball because they needed someone to space the floor and then like obviously with Wagner he likes to operate in the pick and roll as well himself so like you know I don't know who's going to be that you know true point guard that they need going forward to get you know Bankero and Mamba and all those other guys the ball in the post or when they need it
0: maybe there's a trade in the works mm, mm.
1: Kyrie reckon
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never know man do never know uh.
1: I'd be fucking hilarious if Orlando traded for him.
0: Yeah,
2: for
0: sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Summer League, who knows who's going to win it. Um, mm. Haven't really had that guy that year, you know, like a Kevin Knox dominating, and everyone's like, oh, Kevin Knox, he's the next superstar. He hasn't been that guy this year.
1: Like, who was that guy in the Celtics years ago? Um, oh, I can't even think of his name. He was he was a first-round pick. It was it Joe Forte, was it? And he had like some fucking real, for, yeah, was. yeah, yeah, He had some I was gonna real, say
0: Jordan Mickey.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Mickey, 2K <laughs> legend.
2: <laughs>
1: um, he there was he had a really good um summer league Joe Forte, and like fucking everyone was in Boston. I remember being like, oh, yep, he's the next this, this, and this, and then like I think he only played like sixty minutes combined his whole career. <laughs> Or something yeah. like that. It wasn't... Uh,
0: 11 games, two minutes a game. Yeah.
1: Or something like that. Yeah, bro. It was like, it's real small, but that's the thing with Summer League though. It's, yep. you know, it's bad. It's all it is, it's just Development League. It's, it's good not to get too hyped about it or not, you know, not to get too low about it sort of thing.
0: Exactly. Just see, you know, the skill sets. I'm looking at... Yeah. When I watch Summer League, I don't look at the score really. It's more mm. who makes the right play. mm and, you know, you can sort of see who wants it.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, see. like, to me, when I saw Ivy get injured, Roller's angle, he was pissed off. So to mm. me, I was like, good it. A... Yeah,
1: yeah, he's about it.
0: Yeah, uh, he wants to be there. He wants to play. He wants to improve. So yeah. I'm looking for those type of things. So I remember, like, a classic example was a summer league years back, um, a rookie, Stanley Johnson. Yes. For us. And yeah.
1: I remember Stanley still way, playing, is Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, Lakers.
0: playing for the Lakers again yeah. this year. Actually yeah. earned his spot there, which is good. Yeah. Um, I think he's clutched clutch dude too, Stanley. Um, that helps in LA. Uh, but yeah, it was Summer League, and I remember the quote from Stanley and Gundy, there was a dude um, in the corner, went up for a three. Stanley Johnson was all over him, like in his grill, not letting him score. And... He was like, Look, it's Stanley Johnson and like Stan Van Gundy must have been real close to it. And he's like, Man, it's only summer league like a comment like that. And Stanley Johnson was all over him. And then Stan Van Gundy goes, And that's why you won't be in the league. And he never was. The dude I can't remember the dude's name. You know. And Stanley Johnson, you know, never became a like a permanent well, he was for a little while, but you know, never really kicked on. But you have to be dedicated. You need to show that in summer league, that's the things I look for. So I go back to that example from five, six years ago. Mm. You, know, you need to show that effort, especially if you're on the cusp or a rookie. You got to, to me, you got to show that no matter like where you are picked in the draft. Mm. So that are the things I look for. Yeah,
1: hundred yeah. percent.
0: Yeah, I lo- I always like that example cause, yeah, I like those comments from Van Gundy too. He's on that, like just telling the dude, doing this, why you're never going to make it to the league," and he never did. Mm. Whoever it was, right? Yeah. Well, anything else? And so, I think that's about it from some.
1: Yeah, I, I, basically, it's just you just treat it as it is. It's just development yeah. time. We're not going to talk um, about oh,
0: who won this game? We won yeah. that game. <laughs> that
2: <was really> <laughs>
1: uh, You just you, yeah, you pick out individual guys that you are that you see that you're invested in, or guys that you see, like, hmm, this guy can do something, and you just, you know, you just see for what it is, like, yeah. Um. but it, it's cool, before we finish up on the of the League, it's really cool now that uh, the ESPN and all the big media outlets are taking a big notice of it and giving it airtime, because I remember in the early 2000s or the 90s, we never got the Summer League, unless, or like, I can't remember it, I, I don't know if it was on, on TV or not, like, it's, you like,
0: be on NBA TV yeah. for quite a few years. Yeah. But and it wasn't
1: on mainstream though, nah, right? Nah, yeah.
0: ESPN never had it.
1: Yeah. It's just cool to see now, like the last couple of years that like, you know, the NBA is putting an effort to put it on on the TV, like to make sure that it's accessible for people.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's mm-hmm. good showcasing something like Yeah. 100%. I remember one of the first years I sort of watched the Summer League it was like I think it was Drummond's rookie year yeah it might have been Stephen yeah i think or oh, was it adams and Lillard? Yeah. yeah yeah so I remember watching it. it was in some gym in like Orlando <laughs> so, mm. you know just
1: some random random gym
0: like fifty people like squeezed into it mm. yeah. funny so it's come a long way
1: funny i just i got a, a, um googled two thousand and twelve summer league stats and the two the top five leading scorers from that uh Summer league was Damian Lillard, twenty six a game. Kawhi Leonard, twenty five a game. Josh Selby, twenty four a game. Oh, Selby, legend. Yeah, legend. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Butler, twenty one a game, and Tobias Harris, twenty point eight a game. So oh, like nice. you, yeah. um, you there was you know it was pretty clear those you know obviously those four went on to be having real successful. NBA careers and whatnot. Um, and there's
0: Josh Selby. <laughs> and there's Josh,
1: yeah, there's Josh Selby. Um, and the assist part before we move on, uh, Kendall Marshall, which was, I don't know if you remember Kendall Marshall. I he remember was, Kendall yeah. Marshall, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. The, the, what do they call him? Light-skinned Steve Nash.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing
1: <laughs> um, like Steve. Yeah, nothing like him, but it was funny when they used to call him that. Kemba Walker, Eric Bledsoe, Scott Machado, and then Aaron Miles. Aaron Miles. I do remember Scott Machado. He was on the Rockets. Yeah, I remember for a while.
0: Machado. I yeah. cannot remember Aaron Miles.
1: Yeah. But yeah, those other those other three. Obviously, Kimber and Bledsoe were the main standouts there.
0: Yeah, Kendall Marshall was a poor man's Rubio, just about mm. without that passing. Oh, like he was yeah. a good passer, good defender, but just no shot. Couldn't score. Like yeah. Might have played in the 80s, oh, you know, 90s even, Kendall Marshall. Mm. Mm. I remember his old man going off at someone. Maybe it, he might have like tweeted at the team saying you should, should be playing. Start my son. Something. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, Sounds Kendall
1: about Marshall. right.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, well, let's move on to a big, big trade that went down. Rudy Gobert from the Jazz to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves throwing out an absolute package to get him. Malik Bleasley Patrick Beverly, Leandro Bomaro, Walker Kessler, the pick from this year, number twenty-two in the pick uh, in the draft, uh, Vanderbilt, and then you got four future first-round picks and another pick swap. So throughout the twenty-twenties, the Timberwolves will be giving Utah picks. It's a haul, man. It's a major haul, and I know we were talking about go to like the Bulls and stuff and. I was like, Aiden was more of you're going to have to give up more to get go bed than what I was, or even you were. Yeah. But I did not expect it to be this much. Really did not expect it to be this much.
1: It's a lot, eh? Like, it's, it's, it's like when I saw, when I initially saw it and I was like, fuck, that's a lot. Like, like I get it. Like really go bear. Like what how many times has he won defensive player? Four or five times now, defensive player of the year? Uh, like, something three, like that. Yeah, I, I think I think it might only be three. Oh three. Or multi, multiple times defensive multiple player. Ones, uh, yeah. Um obviously one of the, you know, better defend defensive big men that we've seen in the last, you know, ten years or so. Um but it's just like oh the it's such the inclusion of the four first round picks. It's it's massive for a guy that's like polarizing, and he makes a lot of fucking money. Like he's gonna be making like thirty to forty million in like year four of the deal, and he's gonna be like thirty six or something. And that's you know you're not doing anything about your future by giving those four picks up.
0: It's and I know people say like who you know who else are they competing against? To like offer up this big package. But maybe there was, even though I don't think there was that much competition but mm. maybe they're just like this is the guy we need to get to take our team to the next level. It's a questionable move though, as you say, like mm. they're locking into this and man, what if it doesn't work with him and Cat? That's That's my problem
1: with it too. Like, there's so many problems with it but the main thing is the fit itself. Like, I get it, like you know, he won't have to keep Towns away from the screens. Because, like, like, I don't know if you know, know that, watched or anything, but Kyle Anthony Towns is pretty rubbish in a pick-and-roll defensive yeah. setting. Like, he's he's just lost, man. Like, he just doesn't know what he's doing. And then and then also, like, with the um, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards, they struggle to stay in front of guys that are really good. Like, if you watch, I think it was Anthony Edwards guarding, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Jason Tatum with one random Celtics game. And he just couldn't stay in front of him. Like he just couldn't do yeah. it. Maybe that helps in that sense because Gobert is at the back end and he can be like, yeah, he can cover up your mistakes. But like, offensively, it's just like, wh- how is it going to work? Like, Cat likes to operate in and outside in rather than inside out. And he now he's just going to be basically a, you know, a shooting big man. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just a weird, weird pick. Like I just, I just, I, I don't understand the fit for it.
0: Yeah, it's unproven. I mean, all trades are going to be unproven, but yeah, it's unproven sort of this day and age. Two big dudes like this, like I'm, I'm struggling to find examples of two well, not seven recently, footers. yeah, not
1: recently. Like the last one, and I can think of that we had relatively good successes with two seven footers was. Duncan and Robinson at the Spurs. But the way the game has shifted from that to what it is now with the spacing and the high pick and roll and all that, like, it's not the same as it was in, you know, the late 2000s, early, or late 90s, early 2000s. It's, the game is played at a much different pace now that you can't afford to have too much size out there. Like, what happens if a team decides to go small? What are you going to do then? Like, you, you've got no backup plan. Like, I just don't understand. Like, even... Recently, when they tried, it's not the same level. But when the Sixers tried Horford and MB together, it was just—it
0: was just didn't work.
1: It just didn't work, and it's—it's it's just like I don't know how this is going to work either. Like it's just going to be, yeah, it's a bad fit. Plus, you gave up—you know—a pretty big stack of your future going forward for four first-round picks. It's—it's it's weird, man. It's—it's it's such a weird fit. I don't like this for the Timberwolves at all
0: yeah I'm sort of leaning more that they just go for it because mm. like my initial thing was I mean I I'm, I'm sort of trying to cut, maybe I'm trying to convince myself that it can work mm. like a lot of people just like rubbishing it like a lot mm. more than you like I know yeah you, you, you don't I don't I still don't really like it but I wanna think like Vanderbilt works with Cat, and can Gobier just be a better version of Vanderbilt? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, there's that thing. Um, as you say before, like he he's a he's a backup plan if you know guys have got to second guess themselves driving to the basket, like mm. if they can get around these perimeter defenders. You know, Gobier's lurking in there, so people have got to second guess themselves. Yeah, yeah. The offensive end is a big question. Yes, uh, it is. that's the problem. Like you're you're yeah. taking away. Points where Cat can really take control of the game, and maybe mm. there's just think maybe Cat just ain't that guy. Like he's mm. not that. So maybe him just on the perimeter, just because he's a damn good shooter, big, oh, 100%. Small,
1: whatever he is, hundred percent, he's the best shooting big man in the league. Yeah. I would say,
0: and he, he's quick off the dribble for a big dude too. Like he mm. can get, he he can do that too. He can attack, you know, people closing out on them. So mm. for a big. He's he's really good at that on offense. So maybe they're just saying, Well look, Kat's more actually not like the big. He plays like a maybe one of these better wing type players mm. rather than like a big. That's his game. Mm. So maybe that works. I mean they do have shooting all around, like in saying that. Like go be is sort of your only non shooter on mm. the team. It's just
1: it so offensively Like you mentioned, like, Cats shooting will cover up a lot of shit that, you know, might potentially go wrong. But offensively, Gobert, we've seen it in the playoffs, teams just ice them out, and it becomes basically four on five. Mm. Him on Minnesota doesn't fix that problem at all. And then on defense, like, Carl Anthony Towns defending on the perimeter against Pascal Siakam Mm -hmm. or Paul George, uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know these guys that like the four spot now is basically just another small forward, and these guys are like basically small forwards attacking from the four spot. Um, even like you know to a lesser extent, like someone like a Tobias Harris trying to uh, attacking him on the perimeter, like he he'll, he'll get past him because he's not a good good enough perimeter defender to to keep up with those kind of guys. You know, like it's it's Chris Middleton, those sorts of people are going to have field days out there.
0: Mm. Yes, interesting. Yeah, mm. it's such an interesting move, this.
1: Yeah, because well, I think
0: there's such a gap in how well it can go. You know.
1: Yeah the 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 variance level of it being like to me, it's like I can see like there's a scenario where I can see it being like, oh, Minnesota won fifty five games, and they have the yeah. But then or I can 85. also <laughs> Yeah, and I can see like it being like thirty four and you know forty eight or whatever. Like I can see it just not working at all. I'm in the I'm like you. I'm waiting to see. But at the same time, like, that package they gave up, couldn't you have just rang up the Spurs and offered that for Jontay Murray instead? And, you yeah. know, you, yeah. know, you know, given, you know, because the biggest issue I have with the Timberwolves so far is their perimeter defence. That's, you know, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards are not exactly stoppers on that sort of, on that end. And Jonte would have fit perfectly with those guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you I would have done the same. Yeah, like... It, you cheaper, know, you cheaper,
1: younger younger coming off a of breakout season
0: great like you skills yep.
1: you know what you get with gobear in the regular season playoffs it's been proven time and time again like it just doesn't work for him in the playoffs
0: yeah well yeah it's a ballsy move from from the Timberwolves. yeah
1: but on um, the other end the jazz a is. great fucking great fucking move for them like great danny yeah, been a ma- like more ammunition, you know, doing what he did in Boston, like just gathering up more assets, 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 assets to you know build for the future. And like, I'm I'm gonna guess, like, when they got that package from Minnesota for Go Bear, they're like, that's why probably why we've been hearing the Donovan Mitchell stuff is like, man, what can we get for Donovan? Could we get eight first round picks for Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell? You know, like, you just don't know. It's It's been like they've done a master class on. That trade. it has been one of the, you know, one of the best trades I can for them personally. That's one of the best trades of I've ever like biggest whores I can imagine for a guy that's, you know, he's all right, but he's not a, he's like, he's not an Embiid or Jokic. Even if center.
0: even if Goby go goes to the Timberwolves and like dominates, and that mm. Wolves have a really good season, mm. Jazz still are like, oh well, that's all right it doesn't. Yeah, seen what Goby's done with us. It's, it's not like a young guy. And then they they break out like Gobe is a proven commodity, so mm. the Jazz have just either way if Gobi fails or has a great season, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, they're fine with it. Yeah, um, it's just the and the overarching thing that I keep coming back to with Minnesota is that contract of his. It's, it's a that, bad contract. It's, man. A, it is. It's, it's a shocking contract, and then you know you give up all that draft capital for him, right? And then you get to 2025, 26, when he's thirty three years old, you're, pay, you're going to be paying him forty six million dollars. Like it's it's insane.
0: It is. It's it's bad.
1: It's really bad. Forty one next year, forty three and when twenty four, twenty five and then it ends on forty six.
0: Yeah, you can't be paying a traditional type center that type of money. No.
1: Not that type of money. Even
0: though he's not a true traditional centre, mm. but yeah, it's nuts, man. They need mm. Anthony Edwards to just even get better here. They yeah, really do. Because, I think
1: that's what they're banking on.
0: Yeah, I mean, and yes, we saw what he did last year. Like, yeah, he's he's nearly getting overrated, to be honest. If you ask mm. me, like, I think if Hayden was here too, he'd he'd definitely. Yeah, I, I saw. I agree I saw with that, this because a I, lot of people saying Lamelo yeah. Anthony Edwards way better than Lamelo, and I just don't think that's true. I think it's the old recency playoff bias. yeah. yeah. Bismack Biombo, <laughs> you know, like, one good playoff series, and he's fucking getting paid. Yeah, I. I it's saw not a lot of
1: I saw the chat in the um in our NBA chat that we have on Twitter between him and someone else about the Lamelo Anthony Edwards thing, and. It's like, yeah, it's okay if you think one is better than the other, but it's not like the the jump between oh, both of them. Cut. It's not clear cut. It's like, cool, like you know, he had twenty one, four and three last year. Like it's, it was nice, but it's like it's not like we're we're acting like he's gonna be Michael Jordan. Like come on, like let's 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 see what he does in year three going forward. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like we like what we've seen from him in the past. We like, mm. you know, he's a determined dude. He's obviously skilled. Mm. He's, he's got a highlight package, you know, like he's a a guy that you want to watch play. Mm. But hang on, just because he was in the playoffs, they didn't want it. they didn't win the series and they should have. He made some good, he made some bad decisions in there as well. Like yeah. there was some noticeable things that, oh, okay, this dude's still real young and can improve. Well, so,
1: um, Bill Simmons had a um podcast last week. I think it was last Monday, and they it was they were doing the trade value rankings. And he had something. He had him like really, really high, like in the top ten. I think it was from not if I'm not mistaken. Like he was like considered one of the top ten, you know, trade assets in Simmons's opinion. I'll, I'll pull it up now. I'll just have a yeah. That yeah, seems too high. Number eight. Like, yeah, number eight. So he was grouped in the the group was called the untouchables, so guys that you wouldn't trade you can't trade for them. So he had them in the same group as Jason Tatum, uh Jama Rant, Joel Embiid, and Evan Mobley. Like he had them in those that category.
0: Yeah, so you, yeah. I don't think you can put Mobley and Edwards even in guys like Embiid and Tatum. No. But Edwards isn't untouchable. He's not no. he's not that. Yeah.
1: I, th- I I think Devin Booker's is more untouchable than a- Anthony Edwards.
0: I would agree. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. And
0: well, you look at the from the year before Aiton and the, like Aton and that really good Phoenix run. Mm.
2: Like
0: he, Aiton, he's a top three center in the league, and and now all of a sudden, like
1: he's not in the list.
0: Yeah. Mm. And it's just that recency bias. Sometimes they just yeah. Really it get hyped it up. is.
1: It is. It's recency bias. Like. And then, like, I I get it. He had 25 points a game in the playoffs. But, you know, like you said, there's some of the decisions led to their losses. You know, the decision-making wasn't as, you know, as good as you would want it to be. I don't think he's untouchable. Someone offered him. I I, I still think if, like, someone come over the top rope with some ridiculous, you know, six first-round draft pick package, like, Minnesota would listen to that.
0: Fucking hell.
1: Yeah, you would absolutely listen to it. It's not, it's not Jokic or Doncic or Giannis level like get lost yeah. sort of thing.
0: Yeah, those dudes are the cream in the crop. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Is, Yeah, a long way to go. We like him, but at least, yeah, yeah, it's not pump the brakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Jazz just quickly. Um, Donovan Mitchell, you think he's gone?
1: I think so. Um, it makes sense. You know, if you've traded Gobert already, what you've got. Um, why not, you know, see what you can get for Mitchell? I don't think it's going to get done before the season. I think it would be done, you know, a couple of games into the season, uh, you know, sort of round about, you know, maybe Christmas time, I would imagine, you know, that, that they move off of him. The Knicks seem to be the favourite at the moment. I don't like the fit there.
0: Mm, the Branson-Mitchell um, yeah, thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily like that fit. Um, I would... I don't know, He's another one where... The last couple of years, it feels like the people have just gone off him. Like it just, I I don't know. I don't know what you think, but it just feels like that. Um, like in the early those first three years with him, he was being touted as you know the next superstar of the league, and you know, all that sort of thing. And now it's just like people just, yeah, a lot a lot of people I know just don't like the way he plays. I've been guilty of it. it feels very Trey Youngish at times with the ball dominance with him. Mm. Um, real Westbrook light sort of thing, but um, yeah, I I, I don't know. It's a it's, weird one. I don't see where he
0: fits. A, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, mm. I think sometimes you can be a victim of your own early success. Like you mm. come on like thirteenth pick in the in the draft, so you know, very late lottery pick. Um, mm. Had a really good season, just narrowly missed out Rookie of the Year, mm. and then. You know, they had good playoff runs. And that sort of sets up this expectation that you're going to kick on. And the rest of his team just sort of, you know, flamed out a bit here. And then he sort of, he was sort of left with, well, i got to carry this team. And it wasn't really his job to do, really. It should have. Mm. And we saw it in that Dallas series. He did look bad. He was like just really ball Yeah. It yeah. was, was really bad. And... Yeah. I think he just needs a new situation. So to mm. me, oh, I, I can see him going too. Because I, I well, still think he's great. You, you think of that Nuggets series where him and Jamal Murray are like trading 50-point games off. That and, was great. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was great. And like the last few years, he's been like, you know, if you just look at this you know, like from a box score sort of thing, 26 a game last year and 25.9, so t- 26 a game this year. So it's like... He's been really, really, you know, good in that respect. But it just feels like when you're watching him, it just feels like a lot of the time the jazz dudes are just sort of like watching him dribble the air out of the ball, like how Houston with Harden used to be. Yeah, um it's it's a you know, team
0: thing, eh? There's yeah, just some bad chemistry, there, I think. Yeah,
1: and I just don't know. I just don't know what team would fit him best. Like, like the I don't like the Knicks fit. I I'm a big believer of RJ Barrett. I think last year he was really, really had a really, really underrated season for them. Um, It's pretty much clear now that he's the number one option in New York. Like, even though that you know Julius Randle had a you know bad or good season two years ago, but like it just became really clear after mid mid season that Barrett was the number one guy there. Um, But yeah, I just I don't Miami maybe I don't Mm. know. I'm not. I don't like the fit there either. Um, I do. I don't like. I don't like them losing Tyler Hero in a potential deal because I think he Tyler Hero is quite in what he brings for the Heat off the bench is like exactly what they need. Um, yeah, I just can't think of a team where, you know, where the it's fit not will be many, good. eh? No, nah, not really.
0: Um, it's probably like a. I mean, if our young core the Pistons were a little bit older, you'd probably think about. Mitchell mm. could be a potential to if you know, like let's let's kick it into gear and start trying to win some stuff like a yes. player like Cade, I think would be good alongside Mitchell in the backcourt.
1: I like that for actually. That's a really because Cade's always team first, pass first. Um and then having, you know, someone had
0: size on defense.
1: Size on defense.
0: Yeah. IQ. IQ Can't score too. two.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um Get, and then making it getting you know Mitchell into easy positions for him to score because like the last couple of years even I think Conley's washed man like it, you could just He is, man. yeah it's just Love not the
2: dude, but yeah
1: it's he's... gone it's gone the uh, um, only
0: other sort of team I can really think of which he'd be like he'd be good with the other young core in Orlando I think so yeah that's the right. team I
1: sort that's sort of the team I had in my back of my head too where that we were just talking about earlier, like they don't have a true guard to take over that team. Or he basically becomes that for them. I don't know what the trade package would look like. It would probably be like Bamba or Wendell Carter, Jalen Suggs.
0: Yeah, it would be like Cole Anthony. Cole
1: Anthony and then like maybe three first-round picks or something, or something like that. Just, you know, they they actually, I actually like their fit in Orlando, to be honest.
0: Yeah, like, you know, you can see a good two-way game between him and um, Ben Kerry. Mm. And then Wagner's a really good piece of the luck. In yeah. yeah. has been but everything, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: 100%. It's sort he's of... a proven commodity in the league. You mm. know, he's a 25-point-per-game scorer. You know, yeah. that's exactly what a young team needs, someone that they can give the ball to, to score.
0: Yeah, it's funny, because really mm. the good fits are these young cores. Yeah. And the other one being, like, you imagine... But he's not gonna go there, but like him alongside a giddy or SGA would work. And, really
1: well. Yeah. Um But it's just not gonna happen. It's not. Um it's just yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's it's really, really weird. Um
0: He has to he has to he's one of those dudes that has to fit into the team. Yeah. It really is like you cannot like what well, you're going to play him alongside Dame in Portland. No, no,
1: too small back court. Back court will be too small.
0: You're going to get a bit of Westbrook vibe if he went to the Lakers. So they ain't mm. not Clippers don't need him. The what? Suns. Well, what they like got Booker CP. Like you're running out of options here. Like maybe it's the spirit. Like it's one of these young teams. Like he's not going to sit alongside Luca. Like to me, that doesn't work. So, to me, mm. I'm just, like, ruling out all these things. CJ's in the Pelicans, that seems to be a really good fit. Yeah. Like Memphis, they got Bain and Jar. Like, you're running out of options, man. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. There's one here I'm just looking at that I wish Aiden was on to talk about and I wanted to get his thoughts on was there's one I'm looking at. Gordon Haywood, Kelly Oubre, three future first-round draft picks for Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gay. I actually don't mind him on... Um, charlotte yeah,
0: interesting to see aiden's thoughts in there i yeah. don't know if he'd be as high as you on and... yeah
1: yeah i'm um, i'm not I'm,
0: yeah i'm not know. saying you're fully behind it but
1: because i could, know aiden it could work. aiden would, would, would always have been talking about trying to get rid of hayward like that's you know that's something that he's you know the salary and whatnot and just to get you know it's proven
0: plays on that team they're actually a lot better Yes.
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. They were in the fourth seed before he got injured. I think last year. Yeah. Yeah. They will pushing. has got to
0: be healthy. That's the mm.
1: thing. Mm. He actually, I do like Gordon Hayward's fit with that Hornets group. Um, especially now with the Miles Bridges stuff coming, they're going to need him more than ever. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it's the teams for Donovan Mitchell. It's not very. there's not a lot I can think of. Um, I saw the Brooklyn one. They were like Ben Simmons in two picks, and two first round picks. I was like, no. That's no, that's not working.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, just you're you not know. taking back Simmons if nah. you few any games. Yeah, like, not that. Nah, I'm not. I'm not paying anything down. Yeah, I'm not.
1: It's it's funny because um, I was speaking of I was speaking of the Bill Simmons pod. They were talking about because Ryan Rossillo was at Summer League, um, and apparently Simmons showed up to watch one of the games, and like, he some dude asked Ben Simmons for a photo, and they. Had a photo together, and Rossella was saying to one of his mates that he was there with, like, Why would you want a photo with that guy right now? His stock is at like the most all time low that you could possibly get. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. yeah. um. But yeah, the only two teams I can see and they actually want to trade from are uh, probably Miami and New York, to be honest. They actually yeah. want, they'll want to do it. Um, But it would have to be like from the next side, it would have to be like RJ Barrett, Aaron, Evan Fournier, and like a Three, four, first round picks. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, and then you're just relying on him and Brunton, just yeah. so
1: much. Yeah, it's, Miami it's not...
0: makes the most sense out of the winning. Mm-hmm. Teams.
1: I just like Tyler Hero with with that Heat quarry like that. um yeah. but that's... you
0: could do like uh you know Lowry, Donovan, Mitchell, Butler, you know, starting, yeah. and then Hero six man role still. Six men Yeah, They're, yeah. Make, like you just um, sort of you, know, you trade like Ola Depot, first round picks. Um, I mean There's, probably Hero's gone in that trade too
1: Yeah 100% he'd be the key piece um, The one I'm looking at here Some trade suggestion is Tyler Hero Omer Yurt7, Duncan Robinson Nikola Jovic and Three first round picks for Donovan Mitchell It's decent Yeah it's pretty decent uh, I don't know if anyone wants to take on Duncan Robinson Right now like he's another yeah. guy that's Just dropped off a cliff since the bubble
0: Yeah Well even year after yeah, the year after the bubble was, like, it was pretty good. Mm. It's just last year, in the last season. Yeah. You think the bubble way, doesn't seem that long ago, but it was actually like... Two years four, ago two now. Two whole <laughs> seasons in between, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Hard um Yeah, we mentioned Ben Simmons in the Nets before. What's happening with the Nets, man? What's happening uh, with this KD Kyrie shit? Like, is Kyrie going to get traded for Westbrook or what?
1: See, it seems like the hold-up like, from what I've read is, like, the Lakers don't want Joe Harris. Like, I I don't, I Just don't
0: understand. Just fucking take Joe yeah. Harris. He Just... could, if he becomes healthy, he could be a, a really good piece of the Lakers. Like, he's the perfect type of player alongside a LeBron AD. Yeah. Sport up, yeah. jump shooter. He actually plays quite well on defense. He's And he's sort of underrated rebounder. Mm. A lot of people sort of miss that with Joe Harris. I think he just really sucked in that last playoff series that he played in, which was bad. He just couldn't have a shot.
1: Yeah. The uh, the series against the Bucks. Eh?
0: Yeah. He he was yeah. he was bad. Yeah.
1: That's but. what that's what I've read that the hold up is just their reluctance to take on Joe Harris. And I'm like, um, you do realise
0: yeah. oh, you've got
1: no two guard at the moment that can shoot, right? Like Wayne Ellington's still playing minutes for you guys, like <laughs> yeah, it's just it's going to be I, Troy
0: Brown starting. Doing Troy, like, yeah, tr- I like yeah. Troy, but come on, he's not a starter.
1: He's not a starter, a hundred percent. Um, it's just yeah, I I I don't know why. Like it seems like on on the face of that deal, um, it should be an easy, you know, yes from the Lakers, but they seem to be hung up on the fact that they don't want him.
0: Lakers man,
1: mm. um, um. I haven't heard much on the KD front recently. But after that initial um, initial like a news drop, um, yeah, I'm... yeah,
0: so wanting the Suns and the mo- and the Heat, yeah, because so he wanted to get traded too. Yeah,
1: um, I, the Suns, I don't
0: think.
2: Oh. Give
0: me, give me an over and under of how far away it is until KD is off the nets. Like, if you were going to take a bet on an over mm. and under, yeah, is it going to be?
1: I think he's on their opening day team. Yeah. Like I think he, I think he'll be the there. whole off season, he's the still there. He's still there, and then I would say maybe a couple of weeks before Christmas, December range, because that always seems to be the time when these trades happen. After that, um, I don't know what rule it is. It's the rule where if you just sign someone in free agency, there's a certain date in December that you can. Trade, then them you can trade them again. Trade them. Yeah, yeah. It's always around that time where the trades sort of happen around that. You know, a week before, two weeks before this, um, Christmas. So I would say around Christmas time, I, I would say he's gone if things don't progressively get better.
0: If is there any way he ends up staying on Brooklyn here long term? Like you know the Kobe thing, he wanted out of LA. You know, keeping him. He's a Laker for life. Is I don't there any think, way they can do that with Katie?
1: I don't think so because I the thing with the Kobe situation was that he had that personal um, loyalty and relationship with the Lakers. You know, he, like he said, he said many times, he bled purple and gold. Yeah, and it was like, 10
0: years of being with them, championships. Yeah, championships, and, and, and
1: you know, Dr. Jerry Buss, who was like one of the you know most formal figures in in the league at the time, sat him down, had a talk with him where. Katie doesn't have that loyalty to Brooklyn. He hasn't been there ten years or so. He hasn't won championships with them. He yeah. you know, he basically went there to get, you know, for people to stop hassling him about the Golden State snake thing. And it hasn't <laughs> worked out, you know, to, to what he's expected. So like I don't think he's there past that December date. Like I'd be shocked if he had. like it seems like at this point that things are for Brooklyn, they're pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I think so. The chemistry is mm. just gonna be shot. Hey? And,
1: yeah, it's it has to be. But yeah, like um, you
0: lose good pieces like Bruce Brown too, you know, it's gonna make it make it mm. tough. I, um, I like that date for you, like picking yeah. it. that would that's what I was thinking too, is a bit yeah. over under.
1: There's a trade here. Um you he, Bobby Marks from the ESPN, he's like their salary capologist yeah. guy. That he works with Woj and whatnot. And he suggested one a couple of days ago and I just wanted to run it by you. Was so it's a four teamer.
0: Oh, I like it.
1: Yeah, here four <laughs> team, yeah, teamer. So the Nets. Oh, sorry. the The Suns get Kevin Durant. Okay. Um. The Pacers received DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. can't
0: the Jazz happen now.
1: Can't happen now. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, can't happen now. Um. But the this was before the news about Ayton. Uh, Jazz received Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas. Five first-round picks, and the Nets get Donovan Mitchell, Michael Bridges, and Miles Turner.
0: Shit, if they got there, those three. Yeah, there. yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. And then, obviously, this, this is before the, you know, the Aten news and whatnot, but Aten mm. um, going to the Pacers,
0: they get... It the, makes sense. They yeah. Make, that trade makes sense. Utah, yeah. you know, will rebuild fully. They'll have a mm. ton of perks. Yeah. Do the Presty thing, and... Um, yeah. Go from there. Yeah. Brooklyn's like, well now we can keep on winning games because mm. we've given away all of our perks so that's yeah. good. Yeah, that that makes sense. Mm. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, but obviously because of the this was done two days ago, so it's not gonna happen now. Um, but the one that I keep hearing with the Durant one is the Raptors. The Raptors seem to be really trying to gun for him. Like he that they're, they're they're trying to get him to Yeah, you know, you know, they've they're their package is, I think I saw was Pascal, Siakam, um, Scotty Barnes, and, like, multiple... To me, person. that's too much. That's way too much. That's what I was thinking. I think you've got you to gotta sort of build around Scotty Barnes and keep him around. Like, Siakam, I can, I can stomach losing if I'm getting Kevin Durant back, but Scotty Barnes, like, I don't think that's a guy that you should be moving in any sort of deal, really.
0: No, nah, he shouldn't because, well, oh. Rookie of the Year... Had a really good season.
1: Yep. You know, defensively yeah, defensively solid. Yeah. Um, if it was like Pascal and OG and obi and multiple first round picks, I wouldn't be too fussed about it. For
0: even me, even that, I think is even a, a bit, bit too, too much.
1: much.
0: I mm. mean, Siakam was all NBA last year. Just a yes, yes. I know. Like. KD's still a major upgrade over Siakam, but I think if you give away two of those three guys like Barnes, OG, and Siakam mm. I think you're just losing too much depth for the Raptors like,
2: mm.
0: all those guys are still in their 20s, you know, like you've got a good future with them. KD is, he comes with a question mark like he can do this, he can say, nah, fuck this team you now, I'm not really liking what they're doing I want to trade.
2: Yeah.
0: Or it's health thing, you have to take you Know he's older,
2: yeah.
0: You know, have to take that stuff into consideration, even though he is Kevin Durant, the premier scorer of the generation, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, um
1: it's where it's it's another one where that the, the fit is a bit it's it, the fit with KD, he can fit on basically any team just given yeah, the skill set. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's more of the fact, like you just mentioned, like if it gets to a point where he's just like, oh, I'm not feeling this. You know, like, he just, you know, maybe a year into it, and he's like, yeah, fuck this team, I'm out. Like, it's just, yeah, that's what you're sort of risking by taking in someone like that. But, in saying that, the Raptors did it with Kawhi, and it paid off, you know, with the ultimate goal. They got the ring out of it. So, if anyone knows about, you know, trading for disgruntled superstars, it's them, I guess.
0: Yeah, Masai definitely, you know, he'd give it a shot if he thinks it's going to work. I mean, mm. the thing with that though, with Demar, like Demar was basically gone. Yeah, you know, and it didn't work. Whereas, yeah, yeah well, they won one when, when Demar went <laughs> in Yeah, they, yeah. Rings. Uh, yeah, to me, like if you did like OG or Siakam plus like a Gary Trent and, and a couple of perks or something mm. like that, you I could think that would be better. Mm. Yeah, mm. that would be better. Okay, but I mean, they they've got assets there to get it done. So yeah, how yeah. how much are they gonna use? You,
1: know, you, you don't want to give, you don't want to break up uh, your core too much to the point where he could, comes in and you, he basically got nothing around him. You know, you want it to make it like if he comes in that if you're trading for Kevin Durant, the ultimate goal is to win the NBA championship. You know, like that's why you're trading for him. It's not to be, you know, make it to the conference finals or you know to, to the second round of the playoffs. You're trying to win the NBA championship when you trade for a, a yeah. superstar of that caliber.
0: You need if like, I to me like if I was the Raptors I'd be more looking like because oh, it was you know but a few rumors OG wanted to sort of move on you'd be going well can I trade OG for like a Miles Turner and a pacer pick or another young guy like something yep. like that
2: yeah
1: that's what yeah. I was sort of thinking as well someone because it's been proven time and time again over the last like ten years it's like it's not the superstar driven teams that win the majority of the championships they might win a few. But it's the teams that have the depth and that have that team chemistry and that bond that yeah. win the championships. Like, even going back to last year with the bucks they built that team and fought through all the wars for the last three, four years. And then they got to the ultimate goal, winning the title. And then Golden State have been together for, like, almost a decade yeah. now. And the know?
0: Celtics who made the yeah. finals. They, and they made the, yeah. yeah.
1: It's not the teams that build, you know over-the-top too fast, that win. It's the teams that stay together through frickin' thin that get the job done.
0: And it's really only LeBron throwing together a team who's managed to do that.
1: Yeah, the rest of them that have tried it, it hasn't worked.
0: Yeah, so many super teams have flamed out.
1: Flamed out, 100%.
0: Yeah, I mean, even some of those LeBron teams flamed out, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: you can... Yeah. You're better building... The chemistry is such underappreciated asset or skill, whatever you want to call it, to a team now.
1: I think we've spoken about this in the past, Day eh, that, that chemistry is like the ultimate factor in determining if you're a good team or not, where, you know, you could have... Like, look look at the Memphis Grizzlies, right? Last year, they're not... Like, you just look at their roster just before the beginning of the season, like, oh, 40, 45 wins. And they go on to win fifty plus, like, and become a legitimate, you know, threat to in the Western Conference for the next, you know, couple of years, given their young core. Like, yeah. chemistry does play a factor, in you know, building these teams up.
0: For sure, it does. Mm. For sure, right? Wow. Yeah. And you look at Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah,
1: they've got none, and it's imploding. Yeah, it's they've a mess. N- it's a mess. It's a hundred percent a mess, and it's just because you know egos get involved and people's feelings
0: and all that sort of thing yeah so cory man it's the lakers or nothing right yeah it
1: has to it has to be that's the only team that i can see that has that wants to trade for him put it that way (laughs) you know no one else seems to be wanting you know throwing up their hands to try and trade for him
0: yeah just no one
1: yeah it has it has to it has to be the lakers but i feel like i feel like lebron is pushing it but i feel like I, th- I feel like there's some in the Lakers organization that are not trying. Like, I don't know if you saw, there was that weird-ass tweet from um, Genie Buss, like, a couple weeks or yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and it was just, like...
0: A little bit cryptic. Yeah, it was, hinting, it was, like,
1: hint. hints, yeah, like, talking about Kobe, like, put push through. Team picking, but, ultimate
0: team player. Yeah, yeah all that. <laughs> it was like,
1: um, did you understand...
0: Did you know who Kobe Bryant was? Like, <laughs> you, you know, know God... The, Sixty shots in his last game. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like team team player and Kobe are not necessarily used in no, the... No.
0: They're not. Yeah, they're not linked. <laughs>
1: yeah, hundred percent. And it just seems like the front office and LeBron at that at the Lakers. Uh, on different different wavelengths. Yes, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah,
0: it's like Kyrie and Westbrook are not like they're just not valued what Mm. they used to be and they're both problems so yeah the lakers and nets both have a certain problem on their hands and they need to trade a problem for a problem and hope that other one works
2: yeah
1: that the 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 the, the, you trade for one problem to get rid of another problem (laughs) That doesn't seem very logical but um yeah I, i don't know it's 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 it just seems like going forward it has to be lakers or bus really
0: Yeah, I can't see, I cannot see any other team wanting to take on Clary. Just cannot see it
1: at all. And and if you do take it on, you run the risk of him not playing. Yeah. Well, like we made that joke before about the Drew League, you know, like he, you know, man was like, oh, we got told he was coming (laughs) and he didn't turn up. Yeah. (laughs) It's like.
0: there's it's Drew League. Yeah, it's the
1: Drew League. Like, and these, you know, imagine if it's people that, are he's doing it to people that are paying you.
0: I could expect anything from Corey, but, no, no, honestly, anyway. but I know, honestly. Yeah, like tomorrow you could—he's—he's he's taking up professional golf. I just would I not f- be surprised.
1: I fucking—he's fighting <laughs> aliens or something. Okay? <laughs> like he's just—he's just a different cat, man. He's just—he's yeah, he he's just a different dude, man. Um, I just the Lakers, though. Before we wrap that this part up, is like they just like toxic shit around there franchise like they just they must enjoy having like just talking points and like just having like just toxic shit around their franchise like i can't even drama i can't remember any time in the lakers like since i've been watching basketball where like they just never there's never a season where everything's all good like there's always seems to be a problem especially when they're good when the lakers are good there's always seems to be some sort of issue
0: yeah yeah man you think about And their fans have a lot to do with that, but... Yeah. You could Palinka, like, some of the... Even Magic, like, you know, just just doing some weird things, like Magic talking in the media about it and then still being their friends and genie Buss' good friend, but rubbishing, like, (laughs) Palinka. It's it's always something, eh?
1: And it it goes back to even to, the like, the 80s with the Showtime. Like, those, you know, those guys were, you know, fucking... Always, always seemed like they were in the spotlight. And then, obviously, we don't have to talk about the Kobe and Shaq stuff that got leaked, you know? like it's just, It always seems to be every single season, the Lakers have to like have some Hollywood. sort of drama. Yeah, got to have some sort of drama. They have to have it.
0: It's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing, like, if they do get Kyrie on their team, at least, you know, like, he's a perfect complement player to LeBron.
1: And AD, yeah, hundred
0: percent. And yeah, and AD and,
1: too. Yeah, he's just he's his skill set would fit those two perfectly. But the problem is, is the outside noise, you know, like, and just like, like those three to like it's bringing, the Lakers at the moment are a really toxic situation, and then you bring in probably the most toxic player <laughs> to, you know, in the, league, in in the, the league. league to your toxic <laughs> team, like it. It just reeks of it would just reek of the two thousand and twelve Lakers.
0: Like it's the whole it down. Uh, They're gonna yeah. go down and on fire. It's just it just
1: reeks of just it's uh it's it's bad, man. It's real bad.
0: I would I'd love to see that trade happen. Westbrook goes to the Nets and they don't trade Durant. So Westbrook has yeah. to play with Durant. We're
1: Durant, yeah. Oh that the that would be fucking hilarious, eh? Oh. that would be so funny.
0: Be great. Be really great. <laughs> <laughs> um, last sort of big transaction, even though it was a non-transaction really in the end. But um, DeAndre Ayton signs an offer sheet with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of rigmarole around the Suns. So do they want him? Do they want to sign and trade him? Pacers offer him being a restricted free agent. Suns match it with an like fifteen minutes or
2: something
1: like that. No fuck, it was, seemed like five seconds the way it was tweeting about. <laughs>
0: sign him in the first place and take yeah. all this bullshit. Or was well, it just like we gotta hang on to this asset here and we'll we'll deal I with I think that's it what it was. the season.
1: I think that's it's yeah. exactly what it was to me. Um it felt like that they were just holding on to the asset rather than you know, they're moving him at a later time. You know, like I said, that that that, that date in December, maybe wait for that. And then they can see how he goes during the season, see how the season's progressing. Then maybe they make a make a decision to move him.
0: Yeah, it's got to be a eh? like mm. like Sava is such a money saving dude, though. I like you think. Ah, mm. uh, you know, like there was <laughs> there was still doubt in my mind where they were even going to match it, just because of Sava. <laughs> but you know, common sense prevailed there, and they they matched it. I keep the mm. asset. You know, oh, they can roll with them. And maybe maybe it works out. Maybe a bit of time, you know, and he gets back playing with them. They dominate like they do last year, and, you know, Aiton can still be the centre of the future.
1: That's what the argument that I can see is, like, they basically won 64 games last year. They were pretty much the best team the in dominant, the
0: league. They were the dominant team in yeah. the season.
1: We were talking about them, like, going to go and just go wipe the floor of everyone. And then they just ran into Luka Doncic. Like it's, (laughs) you know, like that starting five in the last two years has been so good. Like him, Chris Paul, Darren Booker, Mikhail Bridges. And then it's either been Jay Crowder or Cam Johnson or whoever they fill in at that four spot. But um, they've brought back campaign and Johnson as well. So it seems like at the moment, they're just going to roll back with what they've been doing, which is not like, look, you won 64 games and you made the NBA finals of the year. Yeah, before, like it's not a bad thing to do, but if you were content on running it back, like you mentioned, you should have done it earlier, you know, like you should have made that commitment to him last year before the season started. So Mm -hmm. there was none of that friction going forward. Messy, yeah, it's really messy. Um, but I don't just
0: think it's the Suns, too. I think it's eight and two,
1: yeah, 100%. Um,
0: and that's one of the reasons I didn't want the Pistons to offer him a big deal, so
1: yeah. Um, and then on the flip side of that is like in terms of I, I'll guess he's probably just heard the rumors for years now, but like if you're Indiana if you're Miles Turner and you're hearing that Indiana's trying to sign, you know, DeAndre Ayton for a hundred and forty million or whatever it was, hundred and thirty million dollars for your contract and you're like, oh, Well, why don't I wouldn't be too happy about that if that was me. I'll be like, You've got to pay this guy playing my position and yeah. it, you know, like we're pretty on, well, I think Aiton's slightly better. I don't think the difference is that much. Um, like, I would feel a certain type of way about it as well. Like, oh, yeah. if that was me, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe that's a trade that gets done later in the picture. You never know. Mm. right? Turner, yeah. Aiton, I think. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of Suns fans wanting Turner. And they're like, yeah, let's get, let's get Turner on this team.
1: Yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, and the and...
0: defense are just it will be rocking. Sure,
1: yeah, yeah it will be rocking. Um, yeah. So with this, with this move too, it it takes away like a lot less likely the Kevin Durant to Phoenix deal as well. Just, yeah. Just it, it takes. Does. Yeah. Because who are they going
0: to trade now? They're not going to trade Booker. I don't. Yeah.
1: He, he can't be traded until January the fifteenth at the earliest. Anyway, so that's pretty much half the season gone by then.
0: Yeah. You know. And could be some big offers maybe coming for Durant.
1: Yeah. You know someone else, you know.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. eh? Yeah, the Suns are like you got a good thing going. I think they're just
1: creating a problem that doesn't need to be
0: there. Yeah, that's Sava though. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's you know they were so bad for like you know ten years or so, and now he's got a really really good team, and he just can't help himself, and he's you know making it making it harder. You know, yeah, he's. You know, he's got a really nice core there. They've won, you know, so many games the last two years. Made the NBA Finals last year. Now he's just, it feels like he's going out of his way to, you know, to ruin that. Which sucks for Phoenix fans. Because Phoenix fans are, like, one of the, you know, best fan bases in the league. And they went through a lot those last, you know, five or six years with that team. That was, team
0: was rubbish, man. Yeah, what is it all Kevin O'Connor, he's a <laughs> bright future son. Bright
1: future son, yeah, but he bright was right. Yeah. He, was, he was right at the yeah. end of his day. Ended the, end of the day, he turned, turned them right.
0: Yeah, the most dominant team in the regular season the last two years. So. Yeah, you,
1: you had, it's a smart choice. Just
0: needed an old, old, wily veteran and, and show yeah. them how, how it's Show him
1: how it's done, yeah, 100%. It's it's a smart choice to try and run it back again. I would probably do the same, but just the way the timing of it is where it, it fucks it up. It's like they should have made that commitment to him earlier. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed there for sure. Well, is that about I think that wraps up most of the hmm. big transactions. Um I think we missed any No, not
1: not that I can think of. Um yeah. it those ones were pretty much the the main the main ones.
0: Few minor ones like South. Celt- I think we talked Celtics. the
1: Brogdon, yeah, yeah, Brogdon
0: really... there and Gallinari. So he upgrades there. Mm. Yeah.
1: I do like that fit for. I do like the fit for Brogdon. Yeah, I like as it much too. as much as it pisses me off, but um, it's it's a good fit. I and so. and just on a, on my team's note, like I even though Tucker got that contract, like I do like what they've done so far this season. Like I did like the Melton move and. Like no, no matter what people say, like Tucker, you know, everywhere he goes seems to have success, so you know need some need some dudes in there. We need some dogs in there, man. Like we need some guys that are willing yeah. to just you know get to, dirty, yeah, get fight and get dirty. so yeah I think yeah, I
0: think your fan base is going to love p j Tucker,
1: yeah, he'll yeah, hundred percent he'll fit in like a like hand and glove man he'll he'll yep. fit in perfectly for us,
0: yeah, for sure, yeah, bit of an overpay, but he's the right dude you need. He's the yep. right. For- topic guy, so good. Good
1: number four to have next to Embiid.
0: Yeah, sometimes you gotta just gotta overpay when you when you're near the cusp of you know finals consideration. So, hundred percent. Yeah, well, well, thanks for coming on tonight, man. We'll wrap it up there and we'll yeah be, be back um, a few different types of podcasts over so the quiet time of the NBA season. Not much doesn't happen much. It's all year round eh, in the NBA, but no. yeah, but, but quieter coming up. So we have a few different things. So. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming on, bro, and um, yeah, we'll catch up shortly. So um, yeah. Right
1: These guys, take care.